0: what's going on everybody you've got the cardboard coaches here with your boy coach go
1: the friendly neighborhood cartel is in the house
0: it's a good thing you're not actually in my house because when i yelled just now i kind of spit all over the place yeah that would be very awkward it would be uh not very covid sanitary to be honest that's true I don't the germs.
1: Want your, your germs.
0: No, no, no. Um, I mean, apparently, a normal PSA 10's got some germs on it as well because uh, it seems like everyone needs to sp- spruce them up a little bit. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about, first of all, the PSA 10 mantle, which was unveiled last week at the Colorado uh, All-Star game. It had a... Like a stamp, like a, like a diamond stamp on that. And everyone, that's what everyone was talking about. Everyone wasn't necessarily talking about the fact that it was a PSA 10 and there were only three in existence. And I mean, a few people were saying, What is the price of this item? But the most notable thing about this card was the fact that there was a little stamp on top of the PSA 10 slab, which started a conversation. And then we fast forward to present day. We were recording on a Sunday. Yesterday was the end of uh, PWCC's premier auction on their website. Um, I assume a website that's trying to compete with golden auctions. And uh, based on the comp from one of these cards, AKA it was a Jordan 10 with a PWCC stamp of approval, whatever that means. Uh, sold for a an all-time high in a Jordan 10 and that was eight hundred and forty thousand dollars now just just, a,
1: just, as, just as we were talking about sales in the two to three hundred thousand dollar right
0: I was gonna say just I mean the, just as not very long ago one sold for about three hundred um, I mean I know what my take on this but as someone who has been in the hobby for quite some time I'm actually curious to hear what you have to say because when I first came in, it was very much PSA, PSA, PSA. And I remember talking to you about PSA, PSA, PSA. And you were like, well, you know, BGS has been around for quite some time and BGS is quite prominent in hockey um, as well as, you know, baseball autos, a baseball auto, nine, five in a 10 specifically Bowman chromes are, you know, really sought after. And um, you know, as someone who jumped back into the hobby, all I really saw was 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 until You know, I progressed through the hobby and we can talk about that afterwards, but what is your opinion on, I mean, the fact that something needs to be graded and then approved of that grade?
1: Well, it doesn't have to be, but we're seeing it. Here's a quick question though. So I'm pretty sure whoever bought this card probably is going to keep the card in the quote unquote PWCC vault. The vault, nice. Um, which by the way, uh, the way I picture the vault, I've seen the vault, seen elements of the vault, but I picture it as like a McDonald's playland. Remember when we were kids and there was a ball pit? Ball pit. I picture the the, the ball pit being a bunch of slabs, right? And you like throw your kid in like, oh daddy, I've got cuts all over me. And and then the PWCC staff can throw it up in the ur. Anyway, uh, if they mailed it, if the guy wanted it to get mailed to him, do you think that they'd like just slap their sticker on it? Not, not, not the, not the approval sticker, the sticker that has all the data on it with no sleeve and then just ship it off. Cause that's how I get my cards from them. I'm just curious if you think the buyer of the million dollar card is going to get it that way. Anyway, I'm talking about stuff. No one wants to talk about. I'm I mean, talking about yeah. stuff that, Influencers and popular accounts on IG don't care about, they just love PWCC. It's a love fest. One
0: of right? the reasons why I was super excited to, to run this episode is because
1: of my love. For like, PWCC.
0: you and I both have, uh, and I, I don't know if it's because like you've kind of helped bring me up in this hobby, but uh, I feel like we've been challenging a lot of norms for quite some time and everyone's just going along with this what's happening right now we and, challenge the norms in
1: the silence in the dark corners right and it's just um, kind of crazy we have I mean, our crew we have our crew of people that that agree with us and are in contact with us but we're not the important people
0: no no just of course not i mean i'm not i'm not sitting here willing to spend eight hundred and forty thousand dollars on a car nor am i able to to be honest
1: and that's the thing. Um, I'm just going to say this very clearly. Once you get to a certain dollar amount, morals, ethics, even your personal feelings, because I know you guys out there don't love PWCC. You love the big auction house. The dollar. You love whatever's popular. You love the dollar. I know you guys do that. You know. And so that goes to the to the wayside once you get to a certain dollar amount. I get it, guys. Do your thing. Um, you know, it's it's a love fest with everything I've noticed with every company, every individual. We put them on a pedestal. We don't ask any questions. Really weird. It's really weird. I don't know. And here's the thing. So PWCC, uh, despite the history, despite everything that's gone on, I I've reached out, but they sorry they've reached out to me. I, think I remember I sent, that. Yeah, yeah. I think I sent you that email. Yeah. They've reached out to me. I I wrote back. I told them I'm here to help out in any way you want. I'm not sitting here thinking I am the be all end all. No, I'm just someone with a lot of experience who loves the hobby, who makes a business out of the hobby. Um, So I have obvious, obviously relevant interest in the hobby. Uh, And I offer my help and I offer my feedback. So I'm not just yelling at a wall.
0: No. And you're not and you're Uh, not just you're not just, you know, like, complaining or you're not just there's complaining don't get me wrong no for sure but i it's for the purpose of like bettering this whole experience though do you know what i mean
1: uh you know what it stems from is a huge amount of empathy and and i i I always say i've been so i've been lucky in so many matters of the hobby we've all been in bad experience in bad situations don't get me wrong but relatively speaking i've done I've, i've done well in my journeys online and and I've been lucky in that sense. Some people haven't. Um, I have yet to receive a PWCC order that doesn't include damaged slabs. I'm just, I'm just telling you my experience. If, if you want to get upset at me or call me a hater, I have yet to have one good transaction. Now you may say, well then don't buy from them. Are you kidding me? When you get into a certain market share, I've bought from them by accident. I've been up late looking at the card that I want, that I'm targeting, and if one happens to be ending and it's a good price, I go for it. I don't, you know, I probably should look at the seller. Do you know when how time I,
0: crunch? Do you know how I know it's PWCC when they charge thirty-three dollars to ship?
1: Well, there, there you go, right? I, and you may have to look into some other shipping options. I'm gonna have to discuss that with you, Brendan. But, but you're right. Um, you you usually notice. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. And this is literally what I said in in a very polite email to PWCC, responding to them reaching out to me. Was you know I, I don't buy from you guys because I want to, I buy out of necessity. Um, I notice I noticed many years ago their uh, their visual scale right on cards. Uh, they'll give their opinion. Uh, again, that's cool. I mean I don't I don't know enough about PWCC. I'd love to learn more. I'd love to talk to them. Uh, in more in depth and learn who are these experts that are coming up with these designations that these are the best that they do they have the qualifications to do that a lot of times we just don't even question that well they're pwcc look at all those look at look at that feedback well how about you click the feedback okay but they're so experienced and they have so many options well okay um that that that's really not relevant in terms of what their actual qualifications are but I've noticed that they've done that for many years. I've noticed a lot of people do it. And now there's actually a company. Uh, I, I don't want to give them like a lot of uh, hype here, but what, what is it? MBA or some, some company is now. I think,
0: think you you might be
1: right. I think it's MBA. Assigning these stickers, diamond, gold, silver. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. It's going to, you know, this isn't a quick response. No, of
0: course not. But that's. that's what we're here let's talk a little
1: bit about it uh there's a history of this sort of thing grading the grade is not new um it's actually been pretty popular with coins for quite some time there's a certification board that will put a qualifier on on your coin and designate it as being one of the top i'm i'm sure in coins it gets that point there's so many and you have rolls of coins that come out from the manufacturer and they're all going to be MS-70 or whatever that designation is that's like a PSA 10. Yeah. So you have so many of them. And they have, don't forget, they have an, an intrinsic inherent value because they're made out of a precious metal, yes. like a silver coin, right? Yeah, yeah. There's or nothing like precious copper, for about instance. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what's interesting? You can talk about the autographs in the game used as being... Uh, that kind of—I'm just having a thought like here. Intrinsic, like intrinsic on, value. On cardboard yeah. co- coaches, but yeah. other than that, most cardboard is cardboard. It doesn't have a, a natural value to it because yeah. you got to wonder what the cost is of making cardboard these days, though, Brendan. With lumber being up, but anyway, precious metals are a totally different beast. Uh, so you have you have tons and tons of these MS70s. How are we going to designate? Okay, and that's how that business came to be. Um, You know, there's a lot of positivity in the collectibles world and in the world in general to people who just go and do their thing. So I hear a lot of people say this company that's designating diamond, gold, silver, do your thing, man. Good idea. It's working. People are buying into it. Great. And that's cool because we're entering, you know what they say, Brendan, we're entering this new economy, this new job market where people are resigning from their jobs. Is this something that you're seeing, by the way, with perhaps your clientele or the people that you know, is that, is this a real thing? Uh, So I see people complaining about their jobs, not necessarily leaving them.
0: I, I mean, I don't really see it to be honest, at least the people that I'm directly connected with. Like I know if like maybe two or three people that have switched careers during the pandemic, uh, but if they've done it, they like did it already. Um, Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a, okay, now, like now that everything's open, like I'm going to start something new. Right. Well, the media
1: seems to be telling us there's going to be an avalanche of people leaving the traditional job market. Look, uh, i doing what? That's a good question. Our hobby has seen a lot of people start and I'm among these people start new businesses, uh, new pursuits. Um, I've seen all sorts of cool stuff, man. Obviously consignment is one of the oldest things that, that has been around in the hobby. Uh, We see people uh, doing shipping services where you can save on taxes and shipping by using their service it's really cool and these will all be on display at the national and they'll be on display at all the other big card shows and that's awesome do your thing some will be more useful to collectors than others some will be a little bit more ethical than others and some will be more controversial so this whole grading the grade thing stems from the fact that it is a reality grading is subjective this is why they're talking about computers and ai and gentlemen right it's subjective listen i've been saying um,
0: this you remember back when i got just ripped apart on tiktok for the psa6 the psa6 incident yes and i cracked know. it open or i i didn't crack it open but i was i had every intention of cracking it open and having what what this card it's sitting in my my pc
1: okay so you bought a card psa6 with the intention to crack it sell it raw and be very clear about you know nice pictures there was
0: no And I was going to show them that there was a bit, there was, there was deep like the surface marks, yeah. Um, But it's still a prominent player, and the raw version of that card, since making that video, has gone up exponentially. Uh, So I bought it for sixteen dollars in a PSA six. The raw version goes for about one twenty to one thirty. Yeah. So so my, my thing was if I just put this thing up without the grade. And let someone decide, or perhaps I mean again, based on what we're seeing from PSA, if you were to sub that, I mean it's 99% likely that it'll get a different grade, whether it be higher, whether it be lower, but it's going to be a different grade. So, I don't know. I don't know about 99%. Fine, but there's a chance, fine, okay, But there's a chance. Okay, okay? Right? there you go. I'm not not 99%. And I,
1: and I agreed with you. I agreed with you on two things. Number yes. one it would, it would get you more value 100 side of the case than inside this PSA six case. And I agreed with you on a second thing, which is we can do whatever the hell we want with the card. Once we have it, once you own it, um, even, you know, and I got into an argument with someone on, over on card porn about trimming, but you know, you can trim that card if you want to too, but you're going to, you know, you, you may face consequences that's that's your call that's getting into the unethical realm yeah i mean because
0: now now you're purposely like changing the complexion of this card do you know what i mean
1: right so you know but by the way there's an awesome uh slab crack up right now the p ryan collection cracks open a 1914 or 1950 shoeless joe jackson card out of an sgc case it looks beautiful he may very well score a better uh, grade from PSA. We don't apparently,
0: know. Apparently, the SGCs aren't that hard to crack. Apparently, the I after watching it,
1: I'm blown away. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it goes. You know, it goes SGC PSA BGS in terms of difficulty. Yeah. It just popped right open. And I, uh, I've
0: seen I've seen them too, man. Not that. Nonetheless, one, but...
1: incredibly nerve wracking. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the point is, look, we we have seen two different looking psa 10s we've seen two different looking bgs 9.5s um so this sticker concept is going to rub some people the wrong way it's funny when you get to the top of the mountain and even if there's just a couple of these mantle psa 10s someone still has to have the best the best psa 10 you know and then the question becomes how much extra value, then you, you then add onto it. Is it a tool that can be easily manipulated and be full of fraudulent behavior? Yes. Is, is that what's happening? That's not what I said. Is it possible? Absolutely. Is it possible for a group of people to own a grading company, an auction house, a grading the grading company, have an in with a, with a, a, a manufacturer? And conspire together? What if they, what if
0: they buy like I didn't it, say it's happening? What if they it's buy possible. MBA next? What is that? Well, that's the 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 sticker. Like that's the the diamond sticker, the approved diamond sticker. Oh, the MBA, right, right. What if they buy and, MBA next? Right. Like, Correct. are we are we are, now do we get to question, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like you, you let you let
1: MBA sit and sit and stew for a little bit. Uh, raise their value in terms of what their company is worth and then make a sale. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, it can happen. Um, the, the, the PWCC card had a sticker on it or what, what is that? What it is had a PWCC sticker. sticker. I, mean, I I, I don't, don't want any stickers on my slab. That's just I don't, me. I mean
0: um, now again, so I don't know if the, I don't know if like the, the physical slab had a sticker on it or it was yeah, just I like a, like a, of it but was a PWCC, PWCC like, of approval that like maybe that's what it was right again like do like before you sell the card do you take a screenshot of of where like of it where it was on pwcc and like this is the the real-time screenshot of the picture that it's
1: not enough it's not enough to look at it and say to yourself this is a really nice jordan i'm going to pay a little bit more because it's so nice we need to have this company that And since when? Since when were they the guys? And who is the individual who made that decision? And I don't get it. I I, I do not get the representatives are. We had a representative of our hobby. I don't know enough about this gentleman. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Seen him in some videos. I don't want to butcher his name or make a mistake. But he was in the Washington Times or something. And you go on his Instagram and. The, the, one of the first posts I saw is, is he's um, he's accumulating Jimmy Carter autographs because Jimmy Carter is damn near 100 years old. It's kind of a Deadpool type of thing. And who likes Jimmy Carter? What are we what are we doing? You know, I think like Gary Vee appealed to some people because he wasn't out there doing wacky, you know, wacky predictions. And he really seemed to love the stuff he was into. Does This guy love Jimmy Carter. I mean, <laughs> what is this play? I, you want to know why it's, and it's the basketball world. So I don't want to comment. Maybe he is, he is a genius. I I've seen him do a lot of case busting, regrading totally legitimate. You got, and you have to be more creative these days since the whole send off to PSA, get it back has been yeah. disrupted. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, but this representative of our hobby is making a play on Jimmy Carter one of the most, who likes Jimmy? (sighs) Anyway, you know what I mean? It's just like, well, he's a famous guy. He's about to die. Uh, and I'm going to make a play on him and that's our representative. All right, cool. That's what baseball cards has come down to. I much prefer news about a touring PSA 10 Mickey Mantle. That's super cool. I much prefer conversation about Jordans. I still, by the way, on the whole, as far as 86, 87 Fleer Jordan goes, um, beautiful work of art three, 400 of them. I don't know how many are available. People say that's a lot. I, I don't think that's a lot.
0: I don't, I mean, for a car from, I mean, first of all, arguably the most iconic player in all of sports. And, um, and then secondly, you add into the fact that like, just pop culture in general, everyone knows who Michael Jordan is. And yeah. it's from, was it 86, you know, yep. like, I, I, don't think said, that's, I, I don't think it's, it's high 86? at all. You don't know off
1: the top of your head that it's 86, 87. I don't think,
0: I mean, the thing is like his true, I mean, I'm, and I'm not going to get into this, but like his first card is from 85, but it's... Uh... Star cards, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. listen,
1: okay. First of all, let's 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 get this straight. There, there are tons of, maybe not tons, there's cases of 86, 87 Fleer still out there, still sealed and put away, just discovered and about to be cracked, uh, a while back on Instagram, a guy busted a full case. Um, you know, there's there's going to be more added to the pot. But that being said, imagine you're sitting on a few really nice ones right now. You probably are in danger of being judged a little bit more harsher. Yeah. You probably will not have as as easy a time obtaining a 10 as you might have 10 years ago. Is that fair? And it's all just the individual or the team of graders opinion that that means the difference between
0: hundreds of thousands of dollars. I couldn't agree more. And I just is good. I was talking, I was talking to, to, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was talking to Rocky. And for those of you who don't know, we're talking Rocky Mountain sports cards. Um, Is it Rocky Mountain sports cards or baseball cards? I was screwed up.
1: Rocky Mountain baseball cards. Baseball
0: cards. Okay. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. You should be very sorry. Terrible (laughs) person. But like, when did we just accept that like this is the new norm and that yeah of course so many people are justifying why this phantom s- sticker that no one's even seen before this like that oh yeah for sure that's okay and like if you look at the PSA 10 Jordan it looks beautiful like it looks like pristine like if you were going to BGS it perhaps it gets a pristine do you know but like that would, that's P- PSA's fault to begin with, that they, they don't have a, a scaling system for their tens. You can't just like all of a sudden add in a new scaling system. Like I, this should have been, it, it, it's funny because I posted a meme and the meme is, I don't know who's watched Superstore out there. Have you watched Superstore on Netflix? I've heard about it. Dude, it's pretty funny. But the reason why it's relevant is because there's this guy who has a bunch of employees and he's, he's the manager of like what this should be a Walmart and he's got to fire one employee. And so he's there with the assistant manager and the assistant manager's got everyone's files open. And she's like, okay, well, how would you rate this person? And it, it's like one of I the worst, one of the worst employees. And he's like, uh, she's like out of 10. And he's like, well, that's easy. 10. And then the next person, she's like, okay, well, if he's a, if, if he's a 10, then what is she? And he's like, well, she she's even better than him. And she's like, okay, so does that mean that the first, first person deserves a nine? And he's like, no, she's an 11. And I just kind of feel like that's the direction that we're heading in. You know what I mean? Like now, uh, uh, it, and I don't know, it's yeah. just crazy. It's um. It like, this one goes to 11. You know what I mean? Like now all of a sudden it's like, uh, so fast well, forward. You have made 10 louder. Well, this we, one fa- if is. If incredible. we fast forward five, 10 years. Are there just going to be tons of stickers all over like a PSA ten slab? Like not yeah, just a
1: sponsor the, and a sponsorship sticker. Not too. just
0: the NBA. There's going to be like a, a a purple sticker and a yellow sticker and a. Well, this one has six stickers and it's a PSA ten, so it's actually a sixteen.
1: Yeah, this one's Coca Cola sponsored. The other one's Pepsi. I like Coke.
0: Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah when does it end? Oh, it's
1: uh, pretty messed up, man. It's like, and it's kind of like, it's almost insulting. It's like you people can't decide what is nicer than the other one. We need a professional to put a fancy sticker and people love stickers. People love fancies. They love holograms. They love stickers and embellishments, right? We're hobbyists. It's all, you know, th- these are the smart people that know how to like rub a hobbyist the right way. Hologram stickers, you know, there were some really sketchy companies back in the 80s and 90s that would sell autographs, and they had hologram stickers too. One of the proprietors is actually a very beloved hobby icon right now. But anyways, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about the past. We don't talk about the blowout forums in 2019, right? We don't do that. Um,
0: so, I mean, yeah, the fact um, that, like, a two, three, three a years that's ago. The hobby. The fact that two, three years ago, BGS was if not on par, but like slightly above PSA, and then out of nowhere, all of a sudden,
1: it's it's
0: two things. The PSA militia came out. Yeah, it's the branding.
1: It's it's the celebrity
0: one hundred percent influencers, one hundred percent. But like, right? If it's not PSA, it's nothing, right? I agree, but it's just kind of crazy how we got here. And now that we're here, let's say, like, we've all just mentally adopted the fact that PSA is the best. Right. Now they're shooting themselves in the foot by saying, actually, you know those 10s that that everyone thinks are the best? They're actually not all consistent, you know? Yeah, they're they're literally admitting it. They're actually not all 10s, by the way. So, like, I know you guys love us, but... They're not all actually tens. And in fact, even though you might have a 10, I'm going to look at that 10 again and we're going to reevaluate it for you.
1: Right. Right.
0: We're going to reevaluate it for you.
1: Right. And, but let's not forget also, by the way, this is worth mentioning is that Beckett did no favors for themselves. For sure. There were big opportunities in all of this. They haven't done favors. They haven't done the right things. I think, uh, you know, PSA with some of their celebrity endorsements. They did the right things. They did positive things towards that. With Beckett, there could have been some good stuff. You know, I just wouldn't choose the Paul brothers as, like, my guys if, if I'm entering the concept of trying to elevate my status in the market. And, uh, and then just like a bad story comes out about how it was regraded for Logan Paul that, and then the, the weights, like the weights are even worse than PSA. It's the Lucas,
0: the Lucas were like the, the fake Lucas lab was also BGS if I'm not mistaken. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There And there've been a lot of big sales of BGS. That, again, advertise that capitalize on that. Um, I don't know, but they, they didn't do themselves any favors by, they just, I don't know. They seem to stay a lot more quiet. Their, their wait times are ridiculous.
0: I also find uh, they, that they, they're just not present on social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, They they, just...
1: they could have done a lot to take advantage in all this and, and they didn't seem to, but I think they run a really brisk, they run a really brisk business that they, like they've always been popular in, in the hockey realm, in the, in the Pokemon realm. So, you know, what's it, what's it to them uh, at, the, at the end of the day?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fair. Right. But at the same time, like I, unless you get these new people who are coming into the hobby, unless you get them to accept your your notoriety or your you know what I mean? Like if they don't yep. accept you for being the like top. Yeah. I mean, that's but again, this this whole concept, if, if, if PSA
1: is grading differently, I, I can't comment on it yet. I haven't gotten anything until, back since...
0: until until you get stuff back. Yeah, I can't comment on it
1: since the big, uh, you know, explosion slash switchover. I don't know what to even I'm refer to it though, I
0: have seen some shit. And again, I'm going to reference something I saw on Instagram where... You're watching you're watching unboxings and things like that? And like, for instance, PSA, I think it's a Sunday League investor. So if they're watching this, shout out to them. Great football slash soccer content but he subbed a, a, a Pele sticker. And, uh, I mean, I, I pretty much decided that I'm never sending PSA another like vintage soccer sticker again, after what <laughs> they did to me. But, um, uh, he sent in a Pele sticker and he expected like a, maybe a one or a two, uh, you know, two on the high side and he sent it express. So it was $150 if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, he was upcharged, and he was like, okay, you know, hope, uh, I guess it's a two then, you know, like I, I, I think it's $2,500 before there's an upcharge. <laughs> uh, Cause I think the next one up is five up to 5,000 and uh, he gets the grade back and it was an authentic. And I'm like, how do you, and I know that there's probably a pricing guide, but like, I don't know how you charge someone an extra like 150 bucks for a card that wasn't, technically graded like it was you you were
1: telling me about this um, and I'm still maybe uh, start up a convo with him I don't know if you already did but oh yeah oh yeah you you can ask by the way you can tell PSA um, don't grade it just authenticate it. You, you that's an option you didn't do that but <laughs> but if you send it in for grading and it comes back authentic isn't the implication then that it was um, that it was trimmed or altered?
0: Or it wasn't a one or it wasn't up to their one standards. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's right though. I don't know. Um, that's what I mean. Like, because I, uh, I don't know. I'm going to read you
1: this uh, Please do. N zero authentic only PSA grading standards. This means that PSA is only certifying that the item is genuine without a numerical grade. This may be due to the existence of an alteration. One with malice or otherwise. I like that they include that because sometimes you don't know what's going on. A major defect, or the original submitter may have requested, like I mentioned, that PSA encapsulated card without a grade. The authentic label means that a, the item, in our opinion, is real, but nothing more. Uh, you <laughs> ask me. That's kind of a kind of a kiss of death. Um, and I. So the back, hadn't... the
0: back was as the old stickers. It was uh, there was glue on the back, like.
1: I think it's a case, honestly, this is like a cop-out for people saying we don't know enough about it. He tagged me. Now, now, now I, like, I like erring on the side of not, like, the worst thing would be like, you know what, we'll, we'll just assume it's all good and give it the grade. That would be erring on the side, in my opinion, a little bit irresponsibly. So at least they're going to, they're going to the, the side that legally can't hurt them. They could say, look, uh, we don't know that much about this. We're a little scared to give it a grade, but it is authentic. We know that
0: much. But if you but send for, something for to, submitting it if you send it to that, someone who's supposed to know what they're doing true like exactly. what what do you do now? do you know what I mean like what what do you do yeah, If
1: I'm that guy I, and they upcharge them because I That's guess they true. believe their opinion just the card itself is so valuable regardless of grade uh, man that is a frustrating situation. I don't know what you do in that situation with that card.
0: I mean, he tagged them and he just said, like, hey, like, let's have a conversation about this. And I hope they get back to him. But,
1: uh, yeah. You you should at least, for the money that's involved, you should at least be able to have a conversation with them and get some – so here's the thing. And, again, a lot of people tell you they like Beckett's transparency, even in the – now, not that it would have made a difference in this case. But, again, PSA uses subgrades the same way Beckett
0: does. They just don't send you what those are. They just don't put them on the holder. Yes, I love it, would be, it would be nice if when you got like your, your your list of grades you know how like once you pay your your list of grades have been revealed perhaps even like uh when they send it to you and they're like okay i'm getting back i'm manny machado you know bowman first chrome and this is the actual grade that that will be on on the label and these are the subgrades, and this yep. way You know, if you are, if you want to argue about it, like this is how we got to this grade. And then the, the person who's getting it back can like, if let's say the surface got a nine, I mean, now my goal is to figure out what about this surface made it a nine, right? Right. Like, I think, I think that would be a great way to deal with any discrepancies because then, then you're like, okay, well, if this is like a nine, then like, what the hell is this thing? And what the hell is this thing?
1: yeah i mean uh yeah the what what i was gonna mention was um now i've totally lost my train of thought but
0: you're allowed to help
1: me out here man we were we were just we were just talking
0: about the the because
1: i started reading about psa authentic that's okay um and that, that still that still doesn't quite help me, but I'm sure it's gonna come back That's to me. Okay, you it's know what? to come back to me at some point.
0: Let's uh, let's switch gears here, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the NHL, which I am super excited about. And I've got a sneaking suspicion that this NHL year might be the year that NHL like actually becomes big. And and I, I don't know why. It's regular kind of a regular year. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be hype. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, based on what I saw at least out of series one last year with like people who didn't really rip hockey, they were ripping hockey and, you know, like everyone was kind of chasing Laffy. Um, unfortunately, you know, like it didn't really pan out yet. I mean, obviously he's like 19 years old, but um, that kind of hype was great for the hobby. Um, however, I think with this new Kraken expansion and we'll dive into that, but just based on some of the trades, the free agent class is arguably the greatest free agents we've ever seen. Um, the dead cap, all these things might just make things that are really appealing in basketball where like any t- any player can go to any team. And I mean, I'll, there's still a salary cap, so it, it's, not any player can go to any team, but I do think that teams are going to have to get super creative in order to not only stay underneath the cap, but be competitive. So I think, and I mean, we can look back on this in nine months and I could be completely wrong, but I, and, and they do, if I'm not mistaken, they are going to be televising more NHL games. Am I not? Am I, am I right? I believe so. Yeah. And they have a TikTok influencer who, I mean, say what you will about them. But uh, at the very least, he's going to put new eyes on the sport. I yeah, think... I was
1: I was I was going to go off
0: on that a while ago
1: when I heard about it because I'm like,
0: who is this? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Kid? But they're trying but, though, right? They just they're they're trying to appeal yeah. because NHL is very gate-kept. Do you know what I mean? It's very yeah. much like uh, if if you don't know anything about hockey, people are like, get the hell out of here! You don't know anything about hockey, or you're a bandwagon fan, or do you know what I mean? So. I think they're really trying to appeal to everyday people and no one really calls people out in the NBA for being bandwagon fans. They just kind of like, like a player and now all of a sudden they like the team. Right. So yeah. I, um, I do think that this expansion draft and all the moves that the NHL are making, I do think it's going to result in some positive shift for the NHL. And I don't know how you feel about that, but.
1: I, I mean, I agree with you and we started noticing a few months back, there was some movement on, you know non-traditionally hockey collectors started talking about hockey and picking up hockey and making comments like hockey's really low considerably we know what works against hockey in terms of being one of the big sports generally, generally speaking people are like oh, I'm, I'm all sports what they generally mean is baseball football and basketball yeah uh, I, I would argue i mean if we looked at some sort of chart do you, are you aware of how much hockey eBay is selling compared to soccer? Because I have a feeling maybe more soccer is being sold than hockey potentially at this probably, point. Probably no. Um, but, you know, the ingredients, like you said, are all there. Uh, if there's going to be some big moves, uh, the Kraken is coming in, another big team. Vegas was awesome for, for the league. Um, this Carey Price situation is and really interesting.
0: And I. Let's talk about that for two seconds. Dude, if you have the option, and they do now officially, apparently the Montreal Canadiens... They have the option. They've submitted their uh, their list of protected players, and Carey Price is not on that list.
1: And it's like, it's, you know, it's it gives you the advantage of having a huge star right away, uh, very reminiscent of Vegas grabbing Marc-Andre Fleury. And in that case, Fleury just played so well. I don't think people expect Price to do that.
0: But... Yeah. That's, 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 I mean, that's- Seattle's not very far from his home in BC though, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the know, I think the biggest thing, I mean, aside from the fact that he's got, I think four years, if not five on it left on his 10 year deal. Um, he's due to be paid $11 million, uh, as a bonus on yeah. September 1st, I think it's first and I mean, a team that's just coming into the league, like $11 million up front might be hefty. But the way I'm thinking about this is, first of all, you need a franchise name, you know? And whether that's a goalie or not, I mean, there's no better goalie in the league to, to put a franchise tag on, quite frankly. And the jersey sales, I think, especially, like I said, with Kerry being so close to like his actual home, I think they could be pretty big. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely.
0: And you throw Terrasenko in there. Like, yeah, maybe you might be a little strapped for a few years, but like you got a, a, you got a deadly winger who hopefully stays healthy and you got arguably the best goaltender we've had in the league for the last 20 years. So.
1: And we're even seeing uh, some movement on the man in charge. Uh, I've noticed because I've always been a big fan of his and his rookie card. In 82, 83, and that's Francis? Ron Francis. Is he? Um, what's up? It's moving. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of movement on really? some of the higher grades. Uh, he's one of the greatest of all time. He's one of the. I know. Top oh, top for top sure, top 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 man. Top all time, very, very underrated. We got you know, and and so in it, as far as the states goes, we've got the TV deal. We've got Seattle and Vegas now um we've got jack hughes will be coming into his third year we know it takes a little bit of time in hockey that's why people are not giving up on on laffy they shouldn't be We're gonna have a big rookie card next year and mr cole uh, caulfield is it huge yeah and um all the and Adrian- not to, not to
0: yeah. mention one of the most prolific franchises in the league made it the stanley cup finals this season i really hope upper
1: deck gets their stuff together because they are a good company i don't know what the hell happened last year with uh you know missing hits too many hits in one box missing in the other i made a joke that they purchased the 1979 80 opc cutter machine to use on their cards this year maybe that was like a a, an homage to the history of hockey card collecting but my god i i hope i hope they get that together yeah because you may have new people buying hockey cards the same way they've been buying f1 ufc soccer let them open something that is not cobbled together and not damaged. And we're not saying that everything needs to be a 10, but like, no, but, but you know, these factory errors throughout the product are, are a problem. They're, they're a legitimate problem. And, and it's the individual experience, right? When someone goes to an LCS and opens up a box or a pack, you want them, you want the last thing you want them to worry about, is the condition you want them just to solely worry about the hit i find when i'm opening something these days there's so much anxiety i couldn't agree more and then you're worried about what the hit's gonna look like i was just
0: about to say dude part of me i'm like i don't know if i would want a hit and as someone who hit like i i had a massive soccer card and that thing is easily four figures right and uh I, I just don't know if it's four figures anymore because of so many factory issues with it. And like, I, I don't know if I was, I've ever been so disappointed. I mean, I'm sure I've been more disappointed, but like to be so there's, like, there's no oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then you yeah. turn it over and you're like, what the fuck is this? You've
1: just so- put someone through a crazy physical mental intense experience it's like probably
0: a six man no joke and i'm and they like paid for it they paid for this really distressing situation like what <laughs> i'm still contemplating what do i do with it i'm like i don't even know what to do do i just keep it raw do i send it into bgs do i pray that people take it easy on me at grading companies because they know that the whole set has manufacturing issues <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah, there's You know,
1: there's a lot of subject, I think like, I think the main overriding um, storyline to our show today is there's so much going on today where it's surface level and there's smoke and mirrors and everything's subjective on every level of the hobby inside and outside the, 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 the influencers and the accounts that you follow, you know, what, what 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 is their background? Who are they really beneath the surface? They've got thirty thousand followers. What's the interaction on their page? How do they get to where they are? What is their opinion really worth? Um, are they just collecting Jimmy Carter autographs? Are, the graded card. Who graded it? Were they having a good day or a bad day? Your card versus someone else's card. Your experience with, you know, the, these 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 manufacturing companies. I think that's that's the overall. here is there's something going on here where we're very much slaves to subjective thinking and you know but i guess there are no there are no 100 solid
0: promises or
1: realities
0: is is that not so indicative of like like a hobby a collecting hobby in general though do you know what i mean like it's it is I mean, as much as you and I can go back and forth about, you know, what is right and what is wrong and, like, why is this the way it is, it's – I mean, ultimately, it's supposed to be a hobby and it's supposed to have subjectivity and it's supposed to have, like, all these things. Um, I saw a great point made
1: on IG today. You know, someone out there, they really want something. They're aggressive about getting it. This was spoken in relation to the Jordan. they'll they'll do whatever it takes to get it. That's on a personal level. Does that necessarily reflect the entire market? If someone, you know, you ever tell someone, oh, I got this much for this card. So any given day, you and I can have the same card, Brendan, I might sell it for more, you might sell it for more. We might come back and say, man, can you believe this guy paid this much? Well, that's, that's what he paid. You can say, man, can you believe how little you got for that? I mean,
0: if you if you go look at comps, that comp isn't going to tell you that, like, on that day, that player hit three home runs. And then a week later, he went, like, 0 for 16. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's it's all stories. You know what I mean? It's all, every comp is a story. And it's, a, yes. a, it's several. And every
1: comp on eBay has a background. Did it actually sell? Was there show bidding?
0: Did they list it at 4 a.m. on a Wednesday? I agree. Prime time on a Sunday. Can you see, you can't see what, like the time it ends though. Can you, you can see everything, Mr. Brendan. Really? Absolutely. I mean, unfortunately when you're negotiating, you can't be like, yo, this card ended at 6. AM. So I don't think we should use this comp. Like I had someone today tell me like there was a car. And I know that this card ended crazy late. It ended at like two o'clock in the morning, but he's like, yo, this is the, the comp for your card. And it was like, 60, but it was probably 50% less than what I thought it was. First and of all. I, and instead of arguing, I was like, you know, okay, that's, that's your idea of that, that comp. That's cool. But it, it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah, like, and, okay.
1: And, and again, and then so many other variables, the sellers, the seller, good. Do people have confidence when bidding? So what was the description just, like? Well, you know, I randomly picked out a, Connor McDavid PSA 10 Young Guns sold for 2,800 US on 49 bids. Okay. So I'm looking at this as potentially a comp. I see the seller has over 20,000 feedback, 100% positive. Doesn't get any better than that. I do sometimes like to click it regardless because even though it says 100%. Yes. You need to read those. switch over every 12 months. This to me looks like an absolutely fantastic seller. Um, we see that it ended June 11th at 9 54 p.m that's sunday night Perfect. prime time yeah okay this is a comp yeah okay so there's no nothing nothing strange here i can actually get into the bidding see how that went but that that is really hard people say oh my god there was all this activity at the end that's very normal yeah uh jeremy lee uh sports cards live he loves posting the little videos that show you what happens in the last like thirty, the, seconds. The, like the three, three, three to legitimate. five seconds yeah it's crazy so that's called that's called a bidding frenzy that's real but you start to notice patterns that are more concerning in this case i see six individual separate accounts battling for this card in the final moments this was a legitimate sale this is a real con If you're going to try to show me a comp that has all sorts of sketchy stuff going on, that's completely different. So you can get into an auction on eBay. I don't know how it works with, I don't think you can on PWCC and gold. I believe it's completely private. I think it's just private. Take a look at at what goes on. So. Another thing to talk about.
0: Another thing to talk about,
1: and you can and you can manipulate comps, and you can uh, do all sorts of fun stuff if you want to, but no one would ever want to do anything nefarious, would they, Brenda? I mean, especially with a a, uh, certainly uh, not a large company, right? National coming up with the national coming up, why would they want to do that? Why would there be any manipulation going on with a week out before the national? (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's even hard to say it straight, isn't it?
0: Oh, wait, the PSA 10 Jordan closed for an all-time high in the Nationals next week? Yo, that's fucking crazy, man. Man, good
1: news if you're going to be bringing a PSA 10 Jordan with you to, to sell.
0: So my question is, what, what? how much does the one without a sticker go for now?
1: How much does what?
0: What? How much does a Jordan without a sticker go for? Right,
1: we now need to come up with the market value for uh, the gold, the silver, the bronze,
0: the platinum. I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you gone to have you have you ventured to the, the the gymnasiums that are open now? I believe we're on day two, right? I've not I've not ventured out yet, but this week, yes. That's okay. Can I give I you my you experience? In a gym. What, what was a uh, Was that a
1: condo gym or what was that
0: Yeah, yeah. So let me give you my experience. a have bit a fancy gym at a place, man. Because uh, I feel like, I mean, we've been giving people fitness advice as, as often as we a And uh, I of like I saw a lot of things in real time today. That I definitely, I would like to talk about a little bit, you know, (laughs) this might help people moving forward.
1: This sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this sounds like tales from the gym. Uh,
0: These are definitely tales from the gym, let me tell you. So I am an early morning gym goer typically. So I got uh, got in at 7 a.m. and I was probably 10 minutes early. So like 6.50. I was the only person there for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, I do, so I have got a gym in my condo building. I'm happy that it's finally opened up because one of the things, one of the reasons why I moved into this building actually was the whole building is brand new and so is the gym. And they put a lot of money into this gym and the squat rack and pretty much anything that I, I would need. eat. I, I thought anyway. And so one thing that I definitely saw frequently um, you know, the whole like mask on mask off thing gets kind of weird. Yep. Um, and you know, the more you see, it, I feel like my whole workout, I was kind of gauging how far people were from me. Um, and I'm like, okay, where's that person? Where's that person? Like you, at all times, you almost need to know how many people are around you and, how many steps you can take in either direction. It's almost like playing, um, Sweep, where you're like, okay, two blocks, two blocks north. There's that I know there's somebody, you know, and I got to put my mask back on. <laughs> so, If anyone's venturing to a gym, uh, you know, just be aware of everyone that's around you, especially, you know, as, as most gyms allow you to, you know, work out without a mask. However, You know, in between stations, you're encouraged to put on the mask. Uh, I don't know where you're working out or what your ethic level is for that. But just a heads up with respect to that. uh, Another thing that has not changed is people do not put their shit away. And if you are someone who goes to the gym and you're listening to the Cardboard Coaches podcast, (laughs) please, 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 please put your shit away.
1: Our, Our listeners fast- are awesome. They're always putting their shit away.
0: Imagine how frustrated you would be. If you wanted to use and there are it's not like 425s. There there are there's one pair of dumbbells free for each up until I think at least where I'm at. Um up until about 80. So like 5s all the way up to 80.
1: Damn, you got and a great
0: temp. When you're searching all the way all around the gym for a pair of dumbbells that were left there with the the person that just decided to leave them there and leave just like outright leave It, it just it's not a good look it's a little disrespectful and i can only imagine what your houses or homes feel look like uh another thing i saw frequently was um People are louder than ever, I think. And uh, again, We're I don't know. If, to be back. Pardon? Yeah, We're I don't. Excited to
1: be back. I want don't to yell it, to the maybe, mountain. The
0: demographic at my, you know, in my building or whatever the case may be. But uh, the grunting was 100. And I, and you know, if you're working hard, <laughs> go for it. You know, just just be aware that. You're not just because your headphones are blasting doesn't mean that there's nobody else there. Or uh, you know, I saw a few people working out without headphones, and I kind of felt bad for them because just hearing someone. Oh, you're grunting and groaning. Also, by the way, if you're making those noises, uh, just chances are you're not breathing properly. Um, <laughs> it's, you should probably be inhaling through your nose and exhaling and exhaling. Oh, doesn't sound oh, like let's that.
1: Let's not forget, I, I have a specific breathing pattern for when I deadlift that makes me sound like a dying animal.
0: And and, it's, so do, and so do I. But but it's purposeful. And it, if you're going for a one rep max, I all bets are off though. You know, like all bets, uh, you're probably going to make a mess. You're going to make some noise. But I promise you that In no one makes, no one making these noises was going for a one rep max. And by the way, I should also mention, that if you haven't been consistently on a program using barbells, you should not be going. <laughs> you should not be going for one rep max right now. Any- probably
1: not. Probably yeah. not in the first in the first week back, maybe not. Unless you're testing, maybe.
0: I, yeah. I, d- I don't you probably wouldn't have to make that noise for like a test yeah, that's of, right. a, of a that's one right.
1: rep. I, I doubt there's any testing going on. You there. know
0: what I mean? I just so that was <laughs> it was fun. Uh, I really, I I mean, it was fun to be back. Uh, I think moving forward for myself, it's going to be like an and scenario where like I've gotten used to the convenience of working out at home and uh, working out with what I have. Uh, But I'm definitely going to be programming at least a few days in in the gym. Um, Number one, to get out of the spot that I work in and do podcasts. Yeah, I think that's important, Brendan. Yeah. You know, like,
1: yeah, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, because obviously I think a lot of people will feel that way. They got used to what they're doing and they got used to working out at home. And, and, you know, for a lot of people, it's probably the first time they've been that consistent and comfortable in it. But uh, and, and we already had this discussion last episode, is it important pews barbells? Is it a must? No, it's not a must. So it's really dependent on people's goals and like for me, I've been patiently waiting and it will be the bulk of my routine. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how, how, uh, how it pans out in terms of how busy it'll be and how people adapt.
0: So going to be interesting, but it, it wasn't overly busy. And again, like, I don't know if that's because of limits or I think there was 10 people max that were allowed at, and there were never more than six. So right. I don't know if that's telling of the time or telling of, so I need more information. So if anyone's going to the gym right now, um, let us know. Let us know what it's like for you. Let us know, you know, have you been experiencing people breathing loudly? Uh, <laughs> do you also find it's weird that you're constantly looking around, see where everyone is around you, and you're kind of creating this invisible sphere of like this is these are why your germs, and this is where I'm at. I did notice before our big lockdown uh, when we were still able
1: to go to the gyms with some tight restrictions, uh, you know, the one positive in all of this was people were doing a a really good job cleaning up hyper, hyper aware and hyper diligent about, you know, when they're done with a station, cleaning it up and being aware of the other person waiting for it and their concerns and health. And hopefully that's something that keeps up where we're into this hyper aware stage where people will be cleaning up after themselves.
0: Hopefully we'll see. I mean, ultimately the world just goes uh, around a little bit smoother. If we all just think about how our actions affect other people, you know, and that's right. And uh,
1: you know, the one thing we forgot to uh, get back to, maybe that was the thing that caused my brain blip was the, 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 the theft that we saw in Dallas, Yes. right? (laughs) Yes. And the fact that, you know, the cardboard coaches have given you the heads up about some of the important things involved in, in uh, you know, preparing for the show season and going to shows. I believe that was our, that was our episode 36,
0: I think two days. Was it last,
1: last episode? No, I believe it was just, just previous to that.
0: It's funny. Someone this morning asked me if I'm from the future. Um, don't ask me why, but, uh, actually, you know, what I'll just tell you because one of my videos, I said that, uh, Carrie price performed really well in the 2022 playoffs instead of the 2020 playoffs.
1: That's absolutely terrifying. Brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, it turns out you were forecasting and I guess well, it's again, not- just letting people know
1: that it is yeah. a reality and it, and it, sometimes it takes seeing it and card porn has posted that video. Uh, wow. I mean, to steal a card and then come back
0: the next day. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's worth a watch just Ooh. to watch someone get arrested. Yeah. I, I'd like to know more,
1: to be honest. I'd like to know how he got his hands on the card to begin with. Because you would imagine a card like that is under glass, at least. Uh, there may have been a sleight of hand. There may— have, Who knows? But uh, theft is theft. I think a lot of people are going to look at this like, oh, he's just a young guy. He doesn't know any better we're getting into theft in the tens of
0: thousands you're this is bad news a one of one Luca is not just it's like it's the equivalent of like stealing a car dude it's it's bad news and uh you know that's
1: let's uh, yeah anyways just being aware head back to episode uh what was 36. it 33 to, 36 to, uh, 36 to hear more 36 from the cartel explaining to you how you can have a good show As a a spectator or as a dealer, um, some of the things you want
0: to remember that are important. Especially with the upcoming shows, everybody. And if you are heading out to shows, like we just said, stay safe. uh, Stay hungry out there. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you pick up. Perhaps what comps are like. We're always willing to talk and actually eager to listen. So... Uh, We really do want to be continuing to interact with, with our listeners and actually more so now than ever. So thank you so much for giving us the time and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever that looks like for you and uh, coach go out. Peace y'all.